Hey everybody, welcome to the Spliff Podcast. I'm Bo Nellis, and I don't know what fucking episode this is, because I might bank it, I might release it, who knows? But I'm here, you're here, it's another week, let's share it together, shall we? I'm just kind of hanging out today and was like, you know what, why don't I turn on the mic and talk about some stuff? And I smoke a lot of good weed on the podcast, I, I know that, I mean... A lot of great California, I should say great, I smoke a lot of fucking phenomenal weed, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I forget how how low it can go sometimes, uh, but it's all good to me. And I'm really not as snobby as a lot of other people in my position would be. But that doesn't mean that I don't have an eye for not super great weed. And there was some amnesia that a grower friend of mine in the area had, and I got about a gram of it to check it out because I love the amnesia strain. It's a really giggly, fun, mellow sativa. And like, if it's true to its name, you can get kind of forgetful on it. Time passes kind of oddly. And it's a really great way to get out of a really terrible mental state. So I was really excited to to give this a shot. In the jar, it didn't smell super great. It smelled like hay, which isn't really ever a good sign, but isn't indicative of a terrible total waste of time. Uh, So I was willing to give it a shot. I know some other strains uh, from this particular grower are phenomenally good. So, you know, and the ones that are phenomenally good are indicas, this being a sativa. Growers really need to adjust to the different characteristics of each. And one of the things that a lot of growers do with sativas that makes them pretty useless is they clip them too early. And after I got this bud under the scope, under my little kind scope with some light, because the battery died and the flashlight isn't working anymore, but the lens still works. So you just need a really good light source in order to check out your weed. Um, I noticed that, well, one, when you break it open, it definitely smells better, but it doesn't smell like amnesia, kind of like a funky sweetness. Like a, like a skunky blue dream or a skunky key lime pie, something like that. And this just smelled really, when you get past the hay and break it open, it smelled really pungent and sour. Um, now let's see. Yeah, it almost wants to lean diesel. You can definitely pick up on some very like nose hair curling perfumery in there. And that's not really what amnesia is. So I get it under the scope after breaking it open and look at the trichomes and there's some nice cloudiness in the stalks of the trichomes and the trichomes themselves have pretty good formations. Uh, All things considering that I'm pretty sure he uses a machine trimmer, which can destroy a lot of the trichome integrity. Um, But you know, you break it open to to check out how the trichomes actually kind of grew on the plant to get a a better indication of its overall uh, quality. And um, 
Yeah, but once you got past the stalks on this thing, like the the heads of the trichomes, the big ball heads of the trichomes, had a nice oily amber sheen. But I use a a, a little mag light uh, under my my kind scope, and so when you give it the light a little wiggle, you can see that the bud lights up like diamonds, and. That's really good if you have like a smoky sheen behind it, if you have a very trichome cloudy uh, layer to support all of those beautiful diamonds. You want to look, it should be like the cloud is like the blue of the ocean and the sparkles are just like the tips of the waves. And unfortunately, this wasn't like that. This was like half cloudy and then like full of clear trichome heads uh, that were amber and had terpenes, but clearly clipped too early. Wah, wah, wah. So you can really get a lot of the jack that's uh, in the genetics and and whatever OG was made for it too. Uh, man, probably some Northern Light shit or something. That seems about right for the time. Uh... Yeah, and then I was like, well, shit, I'll break it open, put it in a joint, see if that's any better. Because bong loads weren't really getting me high. Not in an amnesia high whatsoever, but certainly not even just really that high. So I rolled it in a joint, and as I was rolling it, I realized why it smelled so much like hay. Oh, hay seeds. So it definitely popped a seed. I only popped one so far, but it seems like the plant got stressed, probably went to seed, clip it early, bada bing, bada boom. Hey, at least it's got a fair price on it. So I did smoke it in the joint and it was really, really sour, very pungent, uh, much more of a clear headed energy producing high. And not very much like amnesia at all. However, I did I did get a little bit of a headache after a couple of hours, but I've definitely had worse. So it wasn't terrible. Uh, but in order to recover, I'm going to have some of this holy headband that I've got around. And I don't know, I still want to keep it fun. I don't want to get too loosey-goosey, so I want to mix it with something else. Now, last time I mixed it with the golden pineapple, and that gave me a very thin mint Girl Scout cookie flavor to it, which I didn't really like. But now I've been hoarding some of that white buffalo for just the right occasion. And I think a little purple in with that really clear-headed, energy-driven holy headband might give me the kind of stony balance that I like. So I'm gonna try that out. And I know joints just don't translate the same way on the podcast. So I'm gonna have a bong load out of good old Chug-a-Lug. Me and Chug-a-Lug have been having a pretty good time, I gotta say. Uh, he's also getting some pretty good fans. Uh, I still haven't replaced him and I still haven't gotten the bong from a friend though a couple of other people have offered to lend me theirs. When you go breaking glass as much as I have, oh, cause then I cracked my honey stick too. You really don't want to be borrowing other people's glass. I mean, at least me, I'm enough of a klutz that I'm like, thank you. Appreciate. No, thank you. I don't need to owe you money. 
But yeah, my smart water bottle and I've got the liter size bottle actually has some pretty good chug. It's really hard to clear, uh, especially since it's so misformed that you can't really kind of gravity bong style push it into your your lungs or, or blow it out. But the only problem I really have is that, I, I mean, I ha- and then I'm like, is that my water bottle or my bong? Am I reaching for my bong or my water bottle? Am I thirsty? Am I taking a hit right now? Ah, first world problems for sure, because I shouldn't even be buying this many smart water bottles. The water quality here sucks. All right. Oh, it would help if I took the lid off of it. Chug lug. It's not as clean of a taste. I'm probably going to have to hit it out of the pipe too, but it feels pretty good on the throat. It's smooth yet spicy. Not too sweet, not really sweet at all, earthy, but not unpleasant. Mmm. Me likey. Oh yeah, that's very smooth. That white buffalo really evens out how expansive the holy headband can be. That's incredible. I didn't even feel the need to cough at all. Like, I didn't edit anything out, you guys. I really didn't cough this time. Sometimes I just edit that fucking shit out because who the fuck wants to listen to people coughing? Wow. Can't wait to try it in a pipe. Oh, another thing, too. I forgot that that joint, actually, you could taste the seed in it, too, still. It was really upsetting. Um, I'm definitely going to have to be honest with him, give him some feedback, and be like, Ew. So, yeah, hit me up on your next batch of amnesia, and uh, let me know if you got to clip it early, because not interested. Thanks. I'll take some of your other shit, which is bomb as fuck. Got to give growers their learning curve, and the best way to do that is to give them good feedback. Man, I got some of this other stuff too. I just wanted to kind of talk about some of the not so awesome stuff that I don't really tend to smoke very much of, but oftentimes I'll give away or try and make a topical out of, figure out something else to do with it. Um, I got that lemon ice from the secret sesh. I tried to smoke a bowl of that the other night um, because I figured it was probably an indica, uh, just knowing that it came from the valley from downtown LA area. And I was smoking on it, and I was smoking on it. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is like the never-ending bowl. And I realized that it wasn't burning gray at all, which is a really bad indicator. Um, It usually means that they didn't flush it right, that they used a bunch of chemical fertilizers on it, that something went wrong, and it's filled with a bunch of stuff that isn't burning evenly and cleanly. You always want your bowl to burn really nice and gray. It's harder to tell in a joint sometimes, but uh, you still want a really nice, fine, light gray to white ash. Ooh, that's the best right there. 
And this shit just would not. So finally, I like tampered it down and it just kind of crumbled apart. And it was just bullshit that was stuck in the leaf that's never going to burn. I was like, Ugh, and I haven't smoked any more of it. Um, the terps also like burned off really quickly. It smelled pretty good that first day, but after day three, I couldn't smell anything in the jar whatsoever. Uh, even when you pinched it, it, I mean, it kind of smelled like weed, but it didn't have any lemon or ice in it whatsoever. So that's not a great sign. Is it still weed? Fuck yeah, it's still weed. It's got trikes like a motherfucker on there, which is why these growers go for, you know, these chem fertilizers generally, is it looks good. And for a while it smells good, but as the end user, is it no good? Yeah, I like this white buffalo holy headband combination. Let's put some of it in the pipe and smoke it. Trying to think of some things to talk about if I might just be like banking this thing just or, or adding it into some shorter episode where I don't have much information or much to talk about or whatever. And I was thinking since I'm making all of these combinations and talking about all of these things about maybe just spitting a little bit about all the flavors of the flower. There are so many scent possibilities when it comes to, to cannabis, uh, from cat piss, oh yeah, you bet, to chocolate, mm-hmm, you know I talked about that before, uh, you can get cheese, skunk, berry, lemon, cotton candy, mint, wood, pepper, lavender, gasoline. Cannabis is basically Mother Nature's fragrance depot. And it's the most powerful essential oil producer on the planet. Because as far as I understand it, the way that our physiology responds to cannabis, terpene specifically, is almost unlike anything else, especially when you add it with different cannabinoids, the phytocannabinoids that are specific to the cannabis plant. I mean, that just takes it on a whole nother level. I'm talking THC, CBD, obviously here. Uh, yeah, even CBD can be affected by the terpenes that are with it. Mm. All right, so that first hit, yeah, it's just the white buffalo with the holy headband, both some pretty earthy strains themselves. The white buffalo has a hint of berry to it, um, but it's not overwhelmingly sweet or fragrant floral by any means. And they really mix very nicely together. Holy white headband. Buffalo. Now I'm just picturing a buffalo in a white headband at Standing Rock. Keeping the peace. Protecting the water. Man, this is way better than some stressed out fucking hermied, fucking seed filled, too sour, too early wannabe sativa. 
This is proper sativa right here happening. Going back to the flavors and stuff, I was looking at a fragrance wheel and I can't, I think it was a cannabis website that brought it up that there's this incredible flavor wheel that has been created for coffee. And won't it be incredible when the same kind of science and information graphics can be placed towards cannabis? Oh my goodness. I'm not that level nerd. I have a basic understanding. Okay, I have a pretty fucking good understanding. Oh, but let me go back and say it too. I love when people bring me their questions. But what I love even more is when my listeners who have these questions are fucking on point with their intuition and where they're going with this anyway. Willie boy, you keep sticking strong, feel confident about what you're doing. You do your best when you really trust yourself with it. Because what I do is, I mean, it's talented. I'm going to, I'm going to give you that. I'm not going to degrade my own skill set. All right. But it isn't anything that anybody can't do for themselves. When you get access to the information, you tend to be drawn to the things that call out to you that are the things that are needed by you the most. And when you just kind of follow those instincts, most people find a good level of success. And no, you don't have to know how to address absolutely every single disease and disorder and ailment that can be managed, treated, or cured by cannabis. Um, that's just something that I really like to do. But when you have the information available to you, you can understand your own needs and your cannabis relationship totally well on your own. I truly believe that. Should you get professional advice from a doctor about all the other shit? Fuck yeah. But this is basically just picking out your favorite flower and making sure it makes you feel better, which isn't rocket science by any stretch of the imagination. So don't let it overwhelm you. And with all of those flavors, I mean, okay, here's the thing about cat piss and talking about coffee and the strain cat piss, because does it smell like cat piss? Yes. If you don't like cats, especially because of their urine scent, it's going to be very apparent to you what it smells like. But here's the thing. I have cats and their urine, while not favored by me, let's not get weird with this. Certainly, you know, I'm not like, oh my God, fuck do these cats fucking cats. Um, but I have been taken aback by the scent by walking into my own home at times. But here's the thing. I thought it was the cat piss, but it wasn't the cat piss. It was because I had just brewed a fresh cup of coffee and it was the tannins in the coffee. Those kinds of flavors that you can get are found everywhere. And the cannabis plant has just unlimited possibilities in what it can produce. And all of those things affect our olfactory sense, which is directly linked to our hormonal regulators. Bada bing, bada boom, affects your memory senses. This is how cannabis works. 
and I love it. I am super stoned right now. I can't wait to go back and edit this and be like, really? I feel like this is definitely the kind of high where I could write a bunch of songs and poetry and other shit and movie ideas and then look at it later and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but now I have it recorded. So much better. Oh, yeah, I got a nice white ash in the center there. It's turning into a light gray. The outsides are still black, but that white ash at the center where I've kept the flame the hottest is everything I need to know about the quality of these two buds together. All right, you guys, I think this has been a pretty good stretch of time here. So uh, I'm going to wrap this up. Oh, you know what? Actually, mm. I'm going to talk about one other thing here. While I was at the secret session, they throw things from the stage. Like they'll ask like, who's got a water bottle? And if you throw up your water bottle, then secret sesh Adam was giving away like whatever the fuck he was giving away. And one of the times he was doing that, he gave me some things called space gem candy space drops. And it's basically an ice water hash infused Turkish delight. But this Turkish delight is like, oh my God. It's, uh, it's like the warhead sour candies in a Turkish delight that is dropped in the granulated sugar, not the powdered sugar. And it is so good. It's really hard not to eat the whole thing. So I wanted to share those with you because I can't wait to get my hands on some more. It's really hard for me to trust uh, like gem candies and, and uh, that kind of stuff. I'm not a jelly kind of person, not a gummy bear kind of person. And the way that people make them, I mean, you can buy a bag of candy where you could eat the whole thing and barely feel anything, if anything at all. And then you can buy a bag of candies that you eat half a ribbon and you are fucking halfway to the moon. And they'll both say that they have 300 milligrams of THC per bag on them. So it's really hard to tell sometimes. Not my most trusted edible. These Space Gem Candies space drops delicious and a really nice sativa pop to my day so well done and i think it's a lady owned operation if i remember or based on their instagram there are a lot of ladies that seem to be represented so well done ladies all right you guys i think that was basically my safety meeting before i bounced out so ciao for now thanks for splitting it mm -hmm.